Blog Talk Radio. Boxing, 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 boxing. You're tuned into Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, 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 boxing. Outsiders Boxing Podcast coming at you. Full effect like we like to do each and every Sunday. Got a little late start today, but we had to bring some boxing podcasts. Haven't been on here in the last couple of episodes. Nothing's been really popping when it comes to the boxing scene. A lot of showcases, a lot of weekends missed. But without further ado, let's bring in the host of the Sunday show, my man. RC, oh, RC, there we go. Let's take the RC. Oh, good morning, America. You know, Uncle RC had himself a weekend, I tell you. (sighs) Right now, in the comfortable confines of San Joaquin Valley, Central California, what's today's date? The 16th of February. Lovebirds who spent money unnecessarily on Friday. So bad for you. But, hey, you know, sometimes having a significant other that you can waste money on with a Hallmark holiday, uh, you know, tip my cap. I applaud you. Toast, in fact. And, yes, I do say toast because the host with the most offers a toast. And, yes, I am having an alcoholic beverage this early in the morning. Ah, uh, Modelo's, so to speak. But hey, I told Willa, let's rock. Let's do a show about nothing since we haven't had a show for, well, I don't know, a week and a half or something like that. But hey, we got a lot of shit coming up. We had fights happen with my guy, Blair the Flair Cobb, and Ryan Garcia, who's on the card, whatever. And, um, you know, we got some stuff to talk about. Willa, I know you got your hands filled with the Wednesday show. Given the fact that it is Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder with a rematch, this is Saturday coming up. <clears throat> but before we get to all that good stuff, let me tell you, Willie. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, I could be a sugar baby. I'll tell you that right now. I was at this woman's house, and she's uh, 42 years of age, I believe. She got some shmoney. Before I walked out today, I seen a camper outside of the front yard, really big one. I said, hey, that's a nice camper, and it's a beautiful house. If we ever got in an argument, I'll walk outside that goddamn house and sleep in that bitch. But that's neither here nor there. What is important is I've had coffee this morning, and when I got coffee, I'm ready for talkie. So good morning, Willa. How you doing, buddy? Oh, man, doing good, man. You know, uh, I'm one of those guys that spend a little money on Friday, 
went out, got to come back and see a ferocious, ferocious, vicious knockout by one of the best top top uh, guys in the boxing yeah, game yeah, right I, now. I hope, you, I, hope a, I hope your hope your wallet took a knockout bigger than that. Yeah, no, no, it, it actually didn't, man. I lucked out. I had reservations for one place. It was gonna, uh, it, and it was gonna tax me, but. We made we were late, so we had to we sort of downgraded a little bit. You know, it was still you know money was spent, but it wasn't as much. You know, with the Yelp, you know how you got the they have the little dollar signs. First, we were going to that four dollar sign spot, then we ended up hitting that three dollar sign spot. So you know, it was you know it was a little better, but yeah. But I came home just in time to see a vicious, ferocious knockout, man. Stop that. You know what I'm saying? Got to got to come back. Uh, Saturday got to look see a little boxing on you know on the on on regular TV where everybody can watch Fox not the best boxing going on but got to see a little bit of something you know while also enjoying the All Star game I see your 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 guy buddy buddy uh what what do they call him Hot Shot Buddy or he oh, got buddy some bucket. kind of name out there Buddy Buckets yeah Buddy Buckets got the, yeah. the three point championship you know of uh, three point challenge or whatever it's called shootout he won that one. Pretty good slam dunk yeah. contest, man. So yeah, man, it was all right weekend of boxing, man. Like you said, wasn't too much going on. Last couple of weeks, weekends have been nothing. In fact, last weekend, you know, I'm a boxing guy, but I don't, I don't, I didn't see any of the fights last weekend. I think that was who fought last weekend. Gary Russell Jr. had a fight, and somebody else yeah. uh, might have been a couple of fights on last weekend, but didn't year, catch those. Yeah, um, but yeah, man. Uh, Glad we're on there. Get some, you know, get a little something in. Not too much to talk about. Get some in before we go into the big fight week. Uh, well, I guess this is the big fight week, Sunday, starting the week off. But before we get into it on Wednesday with the Wilder Fury 2, which we're going to have a lot to talk about. Hopefully we can get everybody on on Wednesday, man. We can get our predictions in and, uh, you know, and be able to go at it. But, hey, I'm ready to talk what happened this weekend, man. A lot of bullying, showcase, call this a showcase weekend, man, because that's exactly what it was. Hey, Willa, how much you think that, that dude that Ryan Garcia uh, knocked out, how much he got paid for that phony KO? Oh, man, come on, man. That wasn't no phony KO. The way his head hit the ground, man, the way, you know, did you see the Paul brothers' reaction out there? You know, the zone, they got, oh, they got a God. strategy for this guy, Ryan Garcia, man, uh, and I like what they're doing. I like what's going on. I don't know, man. I just look, I've seen better action in, you know, movies that went straight to Redbox. Ryan Garcia goes down on his knees. I will get to that. We'll get to that. Hey, Willa, but I want to ask you something further. What the fuck happened in that dunk contest yesterday? Because, like I said, yesterday was a, it was a day, you know, so I didn't get to check all the, the, the fun stuff out. But i just seen on SportsCenter right now, the number two top ten play from Aaron Gordon, that that old swing around dunk that he had, that should look ridiculous. And all, all all I'm seeing on the internet is how Aaron Gordon got robbed. Well, Aaron Gordon really didn't get robbed. He got robbed that year against uh, Levine. What was that? Maybe like three or four years ago. Um, you know, he got robbed that time. This time he didn't get robbed. The guy was the guy he was going against. Man, I, I can't remember uh, Jones Jr. I think was his name. He was doing a lot of in between the legs from Miami type of uh, yeah yeah from Miami. He was doing a lot of in between the legs ducks, and it came off to a dunk off. And the last dunk, 
my man did the Jones Jr. did the uh, one step inside the line windmill, which was all right. That's pretty good dunk. I think he got it like a 48 or a 49. And then Gordon, he tried to jump over. Uh, oh man, what's the tall the tallest guy's name? Um, tall African guy, Taco. He jumped over Taco, but oh, he didn't yeah, jump yeah, all yeah. the way over. Yeah, he didn't jump all the way over him. He hit he his uh, thigh hit the top of his head, and you know he tried to jump over him and dunk. I mean, and he and he lost it, man. You know Boy, he had he the better dunks finish. of the night. Yeah, he had the better dunks of the night, but his last dunk didn't cut it, man. So you know it could have been a tie, but it wasn't a robbery. Maybe petty theft at the at the most petty theft, no robbery. Well, well. I'm going to have to recheck that shit out, man. But it was good, um, man. It was worth it. It was good. It was good dunk I'm glad. Contest, I'm glad. I'm glad because, you know, sometimes we see these fucking guys. I mean, last year after the dunk contest, guys that are nobodies doing some shit in the gym that ends up on House of Highlights. And it's some fucking it, – it's just ridiculous. Like, them, them street dunkers, they got some shit. They got some shit on them. But, um, I, 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 all right, I'm done with me in agreement with you. I don't, I don't like this, how we're being friends right now. I want to argue. So, uh, <laughs> uh, we have JP with us. He said he needed five minutes or something like that. Um, so, uh, yeah, not yet. I'll let you know when he comes in. Yeah, whenever he's ready, let me know. I know Sime was picking a fight early in the morning for whatever reason. Old smoke artist Sime got nothing better to do than, you know, try to pick a fight with somebody out of nowhere. But, uh, you know, that's fine. <clears throat> but, all right, man. Let's get to it. Your boy, Ryan, King Ryan Garcia, you know, I wish I could make his weight class. That's one kid I'd like to fight. You know? But, hey, Ryan Garcia had himself a, a, <laughs> a class test dummy in front of him Friday night as he headlined the card that was at the Honda Center, I believe, in Los Angeles, California. And, uh, you know, what did he do? He did what uh, I kind of expected. He had a fight before that. That was a tough fight against a grown-ass man. So what's old Oscar De La Hoya do? Oh, fishnet Oscar. Butt-plug De La Hoya. He, uh, you know, he, he, he tells you everything you want to hear. He reminds me of uh, a guy that you would not want your daughter to bring home because he's just a professional liar. He's a greasy used car salesman. He probably wears pants that don't have a back pocket for some weird reason. And I don't like him. I don't like Oscar De La Hoya or his little prodigy, Ryan Garcia. And I'll make that clear. You'll never see me at a boxing event where if I see Oscar De La Hoya, I'm asking for a picture or an autograph because I don't know where his finger's been. So with that being said, his boy Ryan, as he promoted, got himself a pretty good win on paper, quote-unquote. Um, what was it, like a knockout in, in 30 seconds or something like that? Uh, you know, flash hook from a guy that they called a flash or something like that. Um, yeah, man, not much to elaborate on. It was a quick knockout from a, a left hook, and he goes down on his fucking knee. Like, oh, my God, I hope I didn't kill this guy. Fuck you. I already know what time it is. I'm not being fooled. I've seen movies 
from the theater or behind the scenes. And to me, that was the old special. Like we're gonna we're running out of film. Let's let's go home as they call it wrestling. And wrestling. Uh let's go home time. And to me, Willis, I think it was a phony KO. But I guess it was a good looking phony KO. Uh, your take on that, my friend. Man, uh, I'm not sure where you're getting this phoniness from. This is the second knockout in a row. You know, I see the haters coming out saying that it's some kind of, you know, the fix was in. This guy bounced, his head got bounced off the canvas like a basketball, man. It's like a, like a bowling ball hitting, hitting the bowling lanes, you know. Oh, stop <laughs> Crazy, man. Check a, a hook. You know, he gave him, like he said, he was watching uh, Ray Robinson. Knew he had that hook from underneath. I think they call that the perfect left hook. And it was perfect out there, man. Hey, Brian Garcia doing his thing, coming yeah. out. Easy, easy working a guy who who Tevin Farmer went 12 rounds with. Uh, easy working a, guy, got, uh, working a guy over a little easier than Javante Davis. I think this guy Ray won't take care of Javante. Say what, man? To help you. Oh, whoops, my bad. <laughs> I mute myself. My bad. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. No, it's all good. Yeah, so a guy that uh that um got slept by Javante Davis um back 2017, you know, made it a little easier work than that with the quick first round knockout man. Like I said, I'm a fan of this guy Ryan Garcia. I think he's got what three million Instagram followers. One of these guys that are big time when it comes to the social media. And I like what the zone is doing with these guys. You know, he's he's got the they got him with the Paul brothers who are also social media guys. It seemed like the crowd was there. It looked like uh, you know, you saw the young ladies there in groups, you know, almost having that Canelo feel, you know. A reason why I like Canelo is because, you know, when I went to his fight over here in Houston, well, I've always been a Canelo fan, but what pushed me over the top is when I went to the fight out here and there was just groups of women coming in to watch him. And it seems like Ryan Garcia, I'm pretty sure that's how De La Hoya used to do it. And it looks like Ryan Garcia has got that same feel, man. And, uh, you know, have girls screaming, screaming his name. He comes out there, does the easy work. And he's turning into a star, man. Uh, his own golden boy, they're promoting him well. And I like what we got here. I think he's only uh, 20, 21 years old. Now he's... Uh, you know, a couple of years ago, he wasn't able to drop people like this, man. He's turning into a man, getting his man body up, no homo. And he's, uh, you know, he's on his way. This was supposed to be one of his toughest fights. The last two fights were supposed to be um, his toughest fights. And it was easy work of both of them, man. This guy is the future of boxing. Superstardom is on his way. You know, he's already a star. He's about to be a superstar real soon. And and he's got he's got the backing of of the Golden Boy man and Canelo, you know he's got Canelo's trainer Reynosa. Looks like since he's been with him, it's been nothing but sleepages, and I like what I see, man. So um, big ups to Ryan Garcia, King Rye. He did his thing out there on, on Friday night, man. It was a good way to end the night, you know, on Valentine's Day. Great promotion. The zone is doing their thing with uh with Ryan Garcia, man. And I enjoyed every minute of it. Every second, because I don't even think it went a minute. Every second of it. 
You know, I imagine Oscar De La Hoya jacking off to if he heard you saying all this high praise about Ryan Garcia. Or, I don't know. Excuse my You imagine you know, that? No homo, I hope. No, I'm thinking that that's what he would be doing if he heard your commentary oh, okay. on how Ryan Garcia's performance went and things of that nature. But then I thought to myself again, Oscar's not your, you know, that's, that's a steak and potatoes. Oscar's not the, uh, he's not on the menu, you know? He's on the secret menu, so... He, uh, you know, he'd probably be doing something to the effect of the back door, you know, uh, somewhere around there, down south, old, old Oscar. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, I wish we could get him to come on, come on the line, but you know, uh, the closest we'll get is Americanello. You know, that's my boy, Willa, right there, Americanello. Like I could, you know, I send him a little DM, like, hey man, show up over here, and he'll give you the real details on Oscar De La Hoya. Since uh, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, this is the white guy that looks like Canelo when he shows up to fights and everyone thinks it's Canelo and it's a gimmick. Uh, but whenever he shows up to Golden Boy events, Oscar has him arrested for whatever reason. But I guess he knows a little bit about that Oscar De La Hoya. It's true. If anyone's in a boxing event and they see that man, if Oscar's around, he getting the cuffs. And not the cuffs with the fur on it. That's Oscar's stuff that he keeps in his bedroom. But, uh, hey, man, speaking of Oscar, old butt plug De La Hoya, your boy. Uh, we don't got much to comment on that fight, but, uh, I mean, yeah, he looked good, whatever. But um, your boy, Willa, your boy Oscar, is talking out of the cocaine right now. Um, talking about, hey, um, let me, <clears throat> ready? So Floyd Mayweather is his own promoter. He's his own promoter like me. And we should make, uh, since he's uh, scared to give the rematch, um, I have the blueprint. I beat Floyd, but he doesn't want to give me the rematch. So fight my fighter. He has Tank Davis, and I have Ryan Garcia. It will be a big event. Um, these are two stars. And just just make the fight happen, Floyd. Cocaine, 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 cocaine. He ain't fooling me, dog. Come on, man. Oh, Uncle RC been around the block. He might have been born at night, but not last night. Willa, your boy talking that big noise about trying to make a fight with Tank Davis. He better stop it. I mean, are you with it or quit it, as my baby girl Joy Taylor likes to say? Oh, man, I... I don't know if I didn't hear that. Uh, De La Hoya talking about fighting Tank Davis. Yeah, he's out of. He's out no, of. No, well. no, 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 Oscar. No, no, no. Oscar's trying to set up Ryan versus Tank. He don't. He definitely. Oh, Ryan. Yo. No, Ryan versus Tank Davis. That's something that. That's something that we don't really need to see right now. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he. Ryan Garcia. Ah, Twenty one years. Man. Yeah, he's twenty one years old. Man, he needs to build it up. You know we. We saw Tank Davis not too long ago. Maybe I don't know exactly how long ago it was, but he was saying, you know, he wants to wait till Ryan turns into a grown man before he fights. You know, Tank Davis is a guy out here, um, you know, who's uh, who's a champion. Ryan da- uh, Ryan Garcia isn't even a champion. He needs some belts first. You know, I'm a Ryan Garcia guy. I still think he has a long, not a long way, but he has some way to go I- to get into the top echelons. He's not even. You know, when you look on Ring TV, uh, Ring Magazine, in the, in, in the division, bro, I think he's ranked number four right now. Probably after last night, maybe three. I don't know. No, I mean, in uh, on Ring TV, um, the Ring TV ratings, uh, Ring Magazine ratings, he's not 
He's not ranked. What is he at? Uh, it was one of, I think it was. I think it was uh, WBC rankings. I think because they had. Uh, uh, I can't remember the fucking rank list that it was, but um, one of those sanctioning bodies has him ranked very high, uh, number four by my recollection, and I have the memory of an elephant. Okay, yeah, but I mean that don't mean you. Yeah, he's probably ranked in the WBC. As far as that, but as far as overall rankings, like as as a top guy in the division, I don't think he's there yet. He hasn't beat anybody, um, and you know, and he doesn't have any belts. I think he needs to get a belt uh, first. I don't know who he can beat for those belts. What is he at? Is he at one? No, they're at one thirty. So he's in there with uh, Devin Haney and them boys. Um, you know, I think he needs some time, man. He's just now getting into his getting his strength. Um, I don't think he's ready for no Tank Davis right now. Um, I don't, you know, I don't really think Devin Haney's ready for Tank Davis right now. I think uh, those mm. guys need to slow their roll a little bit, and we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's where I, that's where I'm at with Ryan Garcia. We need. After that huge knockout, I figured you'd be on the on, on all aboard. Like, hey, Tank Davis don't want that smoke. Um, well, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Why not? I'd say just do it right now. Fuck it. Let's get it over with. He's talking about it. Tank is uh, not worried about him. And uh, well, what is Tank Davis? Is that is that 135 now? Right? He's fighting that. Um, yeah, are they all at <laughs> Yeah, they're all at 135. I'm tripping. Yeah, Ryan yeah, Garcia, yeah, I'm yeah, tripping, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I don't know what the hell I was talking about. Ryan Garcia is at at uh at 135, and he's ranked number six. I don't think he's beat. I don't number think six, he can huh? beat Lomachenko. Yeah, I don't think he can beat Lomachenko. <clears throat> Tiafimo, I'm that'll be a tough one. Devin Haney, you know, he can. He needs to fight some of those those younger guys. You know, the guys that aren't that aren't world polished. Uh, Luke Campbell, he could probably get, um, you know, and that's who he's calling out. I don't think he wants Javante Davis right now. Javante Davis is a grown man. He's going to be bigger. He's going to, well, not taller, but, you know, a little bigger guy, faster. I don't know. I think if I'm Oscar, I'm giving him a few more tune-ups before I fight, before, you know, before I put it all on the line. Get him a belt first. And the belt – Guys with the belts, I don't even know if he could. You know, he, I don't know if he's not beating Lomachenko right now. Tiafimo Lopez, I'm not sure if he's beating Tiafimo. Devin Haney. Tiafimo knocked him the fuck out. Maybe, maybe Tiafimo. No Devin Haney. No I don't know if he can beat him. Richard Comey, he might be able. He could probably sleep Richard Comey. Luke Campbell, he can get those guys out of there. That's true. I hear you on that. I don't know. I'm in agreement with probably like 15% of what you said, but um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not, and I'm not trying to talk up Javante Davis, you know, uh, after his after his recent allegations, or not even allegations, his, his, uh, you know, his uh, domestic disputes that he's been having in a public view, um, you know. Uh, I, I'm not for that, you know. Um, the only time I hurt women is when it's unexpectedly asked for, but like other than that, nah, we don't get down like that. 
but hey, man, you sounded like a real strategic. I said strategic, not strategic, but you sound like a real strategic businessman right now, Willa. Because in the in the south, that's how we talk. And I'm right now smelling a lot of turkey. In fact, the drive turkey from you in this business standpoint. You're taking from Ryan Garcia. If he's so good, he's so special. Why not fight the top guys? Um, if you were to fight someone like me, but it's got to be me, I'll accept it because, hey, you know, I want some of that smoke, but that's not going to happen. So, but you know what? Well, I mean, like I said, he hasn't fought any top guys yet. So before you fight the top, top guys, you need to fight the guys, you know, underneath. You know, he needs to fight a, a Kome. He needs to fight a, a, oh. a Fortuna. He needs to fight, you know. Guys on that level, you know, he hasn't fought any of those guys yet. I mean, neither has Devin Haney either. But you know, at the same time, he he needs to fight. The only one of those young guys that's been tested in the fire is Tiafimo, and then he's he's going back to back. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think I would see him and Haney fight. You know, we were talking about that. I would I would I wouldn't mind seeing him and Devin Haney fight. Um, but that's a fight I think that's the future that could be the future of boxing, you know, in about three or four years. I see that could be a big-ass fight, both of these guys in their main prime. Until then, he needs to fight. Ryan Garcia needs to fight a Kome, a Luke Campbell, a Easter, you know, a Fortuna. Guys like that that are, that are you know, top ten fighters, but they're not number one, number one guys. Because he, he hasn't fought anybody like that yet. Interesting. Interesting concept, my friend. Well, uh, when I talk like this and I talk in a calm profession, be afraid. I'm going to ask you a question that I've been wanting to ask you since the first day we've met. What is up with your cheating-ass Astros and that bullshit apology they tried to give the other day talking about I'm sorry but not sorry? You dodged all the smoke from JT's show, and I've been waiting like a tiger in the tall grass to ask you about this question. I dare you to defend those cheaters. What do you have to say to that, my friend? I have nothing to say, man. We saw the commissioner's report, and it's time to move on. Nothing's happening. Uh, coaches are getting got fired. GM got fired. It's time to move on, man. We're the champions. Mm. We were the champions, and we'll probably be the champions again this year. <laughs> you dirty dog, Will. I can't believe you. We're the champions. It's time to move on. Oh, I can't wait for JP to come out here so we can bring that shit up. Uh, yeah, but, hey, you know, I just try to throw you a little curveball, you know, and you know, just uh, get something out of you since uh, we weren't able to get anything out of you on the heavy-handed edition of the Relatively Fat and Black podcast hosted by my man JP. Um, Man. You know what? Um, uh, we we we've been around the table already, you know. Um, so we're gonna move along. I've said, you know what? Well, I'm not so sure if you're a Star Wars fan, but uh, when the Mandalorian came out, there was a a character by the name of Quill, and it was, uh, he, he had made a a pretty big imprint on Disney Plus. Uh, their shirts and things of that nature, um, hashtags. But uh, when it comes to Ryan Garcia, I will quote-unquote use the quote that Quill had made famous. I have spoken. That means I have nothing more to say. 
I have nothing more to comment on. I have nothing more that I would like to follow along with, involved with any talk with Ryan Garcia. I have spoken. So, moving along. We had my guy. My guy, not yours, Willis. I know you like to defend light-skinned guys to the death, but that's my guy. Not too many light-skinned guys are part of Country RC, but, you know, he's in there. And by he, I mean the most electrifying, the most exciting man in boxing, Blair the Flair Cobb. Woo! That's my guy, Willis. That's my guy. On his way to taking over the sport, this man is on to big things, brother. He showed up. He showed out. He had the heartbreak kid theme going. I mean, hey, this man, boy, if I ever heard, and boy, if I ever seen, and boy, if I ever dreamed. You know, he got me in wrestling promo the way he gets done. But I like that. I like that light-skinned brother, man. That's my guy. I like his style. He came onto the scene with the Canelo Kovalev undercard where he showed up to the Triple H theme music, walking slow and doing what he does. And then at the end, you know, uh, he even had a Stone Cold theme that showed up afterwards when he was, uh, when he was walking up. This guy, he understands it. He gets the business. He gets what the people talk about. As a boxer, all right, he ain't Floyd Mayweather, but he ain't no sucker neither. And Thomas y Caballero, no me habla así porque yo no entiendo. He speaks Spanish as well. Born in Tijuana, well, not born in Tijuana, but he was living in Tijuana for about 13 goddamn years. And he could appeal to the Hispanic culture in boxing. And, you know, as much things that I've said negatively in the past about Mexicans and being behind the eight ball and behind in time, 10 years, you know, uh, they're just, they're not there with it. But um, that's fine. That's fine. I went to a flea market yesterday, so it's okay. Um, but he appealed to that that particular uh, um, race. And then, you know, I know the brothers, y'all claim, y'all claim who you claim and you like who you like, you don't who you don't, it's whatever. JP, we see you're on with us. Uh, we're going to get you in here in a moment. Uh, let me just finish my promo, which is coming to an abrupt end. Willa, you don't like Blair. You don't like Blair the Flair Cobbs. Why? Uh, you know, I, I, he just rubs me the wrong way. Um, I, I wasn't able. I didn't. I wasn't able to check out his fights. I was trying to check out the highlights. It looks like he got a unanimous decision against somebody nobody's ever heard of. And he's talking about he's ready for Virgil Ortiz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So um, funny about that. Yeah, I, huh? What's so funny about that? You said he said he's ready for Virgil Ortiz, and you had this little phony laugh. Why is that? Oh, because Virgil Ortiz will sleep this guy easy. This guy isn't really that skilled. <laughs> you know, he's more he's more show than anything. You know. He, he's oh, a no, guy Virgil that should have called. That's your fellow Texan, isn't he? Yeah, it's, it's a fellow Texan man, and another guy that's a fu- the future of boxing. What is he? 100% KO wow, uh, rate, and, and this would be the same type of skill. This guy Blair, the Flair Cobb, he he should have got. He had my attention, and he lost it in the ring with his, uh, you know, with his with his skill, man. You know, he he's all show. 
a lot of talk, a lot of bravado, stealing people's uh, theme songs and stuff like that. But like I said, he should have had me. You know, I'm a wrestling guy. I enjoy stuff like that. But uh, he's a guy that, you know, I'll, I'll let you claim him. That could be your guy, you know. But I, I didn't. I wasn't really able to check oh, out wow, his fight. Oh, wow, like black delegation. I was, you're, not even, you're not even picking him up off free agency. No, I'm not saying. I'm just saying that's your guy, man. You know, I'm not. I don't have nothing to do with race. This has nothing to do with race here. Just your guy, and I'll let mm. you rock with him. Uh, you know, maybe he could do something eventually. I'm trying to pull up his box rec now to see exactly, exactly what uh how old he is or whatever. But you know, he's 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 on the come up. He he talks a lot of game. He's got a. When you look on the internet, you see a lot of people are. You know he's doing he's doing well selling himself, um, but it's not we're not seeing any devastating knockouts. We're not seeing anything like that. So you know what is he doing? He's doing nothing. Interesting, interesting concept. One would think a dark skinned brother would be down talking a light skinned brother for whatever war that you you guys have going on in that part of the delegation. I don't know. You never seem to amaze me, Willem. But we'll bring in another brother. My guy, JP. Oh, SoCal JP, who signed calls Laker JP. Let's take it to the south and see what's going on with my guy, JP, over there. JP, it's starting to heat up out here, man, and I don't like it. But I'm pretty sure that LA's got some nice weather going on out there, huh? How you doing, buddy? Um, well, man, how's the audio, man? I'm on the I'm in the car. You sound good, bro. You sound good. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, you know the weather, man. You know, we keep it nice. We keep it nice, man. Right now, God is wearing shorts with high tube socks with slides on. But nonetheless shorts. So it's around about 70-ish, um, 10.30, and, uh, you know, it feels good down here. But um, Blair the Flair was my first time getting to check him out. Um, I think his name is Deserve It. He has a lot of flair. Um, tons tons of smoke. Didn't see any fire, though. And I, this is where I tend to uh, agree with Willa. Now, if this guy can add up to all the theatrics and dramatics that comes with him, then we got something. We got Conor McGregor. We got uh, a showman. But yeah. that the, the performance just isn't there, man. The performance isn't there, and I'm feeling like we got another Prince Ahmed. So I, I need to see some performance. I don't I don't feel like he's he's the next thing. He's probably the best showman and the, the young guy who has his whole act together. He has his act together. He has his stick down. But I just need to see um, a little better fighting in the ring. I don't think he's slick. I don't think he has any devastating power. Um, right now it's a lot of show, a lot of smoke, and no fire. So I do enjoy him, and I'm hoping that he's able to kind of bring it all together and put it together, as we say. But, yeah. Not feeling old Blair right now, but I love the show. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, bro. I hear you. Um, even down there, when I first seen him, um, the last um, a couple of uh, Canelo undercard, uh, he was, you know, in a tug of war type of fight. He ended up getting a knockout in about the tenth round, I believe, or ninth round, something like that. Um, 
but I'm a big fan of the theatrics. I like a showman as much as the next guy. Um, and, uh, you know, hey, he's a smart guy when it comes to business like that um, because he's got a, a following in the comment section, all that good stuff, social media, blah, 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 looking like Lenny Kravitz and shit sometimes. That's okay. But, um, yeah, his performance was cool, so I was watching it, you know, um, whatever, whatever. But um, any uh, – any comments on the uh, first subject that we had about Ryan Garcia? I called it a phony KO because it just looks like he got a, uh, a envelope or a briefcase to, uh, you know, <clears throat> take that hook. But, yeah, no, that's just me. Some people might call me a hater or whatever, but I'm just saying that. Um, the Ryan Garcia fight, and then if you're buying or selling anything Oscar De La Hoya is in, because, you know, butt plug De La Hoya is trying to, uh, you know, plug in a fight going up uh, with uh, – Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia. I ain't buying that shit. I mean, I'd watch it, but I don't I don't believe what Oscar's saying is what I'm saying. Uh, any comments on that, my friend? Well, man, uh, it's kind of is one of the, the things we do here on the Outsiders Boxing Podcast. I ain't see it. And you know why I ain't see it? Because you didn't make me see it. Ryan Garcia, for all the talk uh-huh. and all the followers, he not hitting nobody radar in real life. Other, what are we talking about, 14-year-old uh, little girls? Yeah. Because I don't think they're tuning in on, on on Saturday nights and shit. Because I feel like unless you're a super hardcore then that has, you know, this is some investment into what you do on some kind of daily basis, you're not checking for Ryan Garcia yet. For what? And then if you're a little closer, I'm not going to say I'm the hardcore of a hardcore, but if you're a little closer to the scenes, you know this is just all posturing from Oscar and them. Dude, they're not, this guy is not anywhere close to smelling anything real. And then all the guys that are real that he could potentially be matched with, we think they'll beat him, every one of them. Anybody you could mention, Devin Haney, Shakur Stevenson, uh, Javante, we all think that those dudes will smoke this kid. All that fast fucking hand shit in training, look, man, it's time to put up for shut-ups. We're not asking that Ryan Garcia fights Devontae Davis. I think that's too much. But Ryan Garcia could fight a – there's plenty guys he could fight that will say, okay, that's a good stepping stone. This is an up in competition for you. But to try to win us over with first-round fails against Pee Wee Herman, nobody nobody cares – Nobody's buying it, and you're not making me give a shit about you yet. And um, I'm, I'm I'm actually irritated and annoyed by your presence at this point in boxing. You got to do something for real. And I'm tired of seeing all your followers and all this cute shit. Do something in the ring that make me care about you. <laughs> Air horns for JP. Man, talk about keeping it real. I know Willa ears must be bleeding right now. And Oscar De La Hoya is, is uh, you know, quivering and, and squeezing his little vagina right now at hearing the things that you just said. Talk about keeping it true. I try to tell Willow, but, you know, Willow, you got any comments to say about that? Because <laughs> it looks like me. looks like to me that uh, we're going to be uh, gunslinging right now on this subject since I know you're going to defend and JP's got his stance and I'm where I'm at. Oh well, yeah. We ain't, we ain't buying this shit off Pee Wee off off the knockout on Pee Wee Herman, like JP said. <laughs> well, if I mean, if you look into it, this was supposed to be his toughest fight. 
you know, he's on the trajectory of he's making the tougher and tougher fights. Last fight was supposed to be his toughest fight. He knocked the guy out, easy style. This fight is supposed to be his toughest fight since, uh, since then, and he knocked him out easy style. Now, we're talking about what he's done, you know, and you bring up names like Devin Haney. Devin Haney has also fought bums and nobodies, but we, you know, but he somehow got a belt. And now he's the champion. And that was a good good point that Ryan Garcia said when Devin Haney jumped in the ring on him. He told him, hey, if you're a champion, then I'm a champion. You know, if you're the champ, then I'm a champ. He, you know, Ryan Garcia was, was talking some good shit in, in front of Devin Haney's face. And, you know, these guys, like I said before JP got on, the only guy, only young guy that's fought somebody, actually, is Tiafimo Lopez. And before then, he wasn't fighting anybody. So there's a chance, Ryan Garcia, he just needs to keep on stepping up. Like I said, there's there's a there's guy he can fight Comey, he can fight Luke Campbell, there's guys he can fight, and he just needs to stay on this trajectory. You know, JP says he didn't want to watch it. He He's didn't watch it because, say that again? He's not going to fight none of them. That's the thing. Well, we don't know that And if we can say... Ah, man, I just don't. All right. Well, we don't know it for certain. We don't. And that's true. But I feel like even Shakur Stevenson, even Devin Haney, and all the others that could be mentioned, the step up in competitions were far more noteworthy than these dudes that Golden Boy are, is digging up out of their fucking uh, Mexican graves, dude. We don't know these dudes. And I don't. And I we don't feel know. Like Devin Haney has fought much different. Go ahead. No, no I'm, I, but but that's false. Devin Haney hasn't fought much better competition. Devin Haney has beat nobody also, you know, and neither has Shakur Stevenson. Who does Shakur Stevenson beat? These guys are fighting for vacant titles against nobody. No, well, Shakur fought for a vacant title, right? And then, and then uh, Caleb, uh, I mean, not Caleb. I don't know I'm thinking about Caleb. But uh, Devin Haney, he fought, uh, he just was handed the title. He didn't fight anybody. I mean, this guy that, that uh, that Ryan Garcia fought had a fight against. Um, his losses were against Tevin Farmer and Javante uh, Davis. You know, got knocked out with uh, against Javante. Uh, Ryan uh, Ryan Garcia did it a little earlier, and went twelve rounds with with Farmer, which isn't you know it is what it is with that uh, pillow fisted cat, but you know. I think this was a, it was supposed to be his toughest fight, and he and he and he beat him. Now is this is this a guy like I said? This he still needs to. He hasn't fought anybody. I'm not I'm not saying he's fought anybody. He still needs to take steps to prove that he's the man. And Devin Haney needs to do the same thing. Shakur Stevenson needs to do the same thing. We just you just got a little more love for them, so you're letting them pass well by because they haven't fought anybody either. We can't name anybody that they fought. True. I feel like the boxing world uh, agrees with, with my sentiment here that we feel far more solid about the pro, uh, the prospect that Devin Haney is and, uh, and and all the others than we feel about Ryan Garcia feels like a joke to me right now, man. And now it's, it's not my personal feel, Willa. Uh, you can say that I like them other guys more, but you tell me why people feel this way. Why is is um Ryan Garcia not put on the same echelon as the others. Tell me. 
because of his because of who he is, man. It's it's a lot of hate. The pretty boy usually doesn't get the love. The cocky guy usually doesn't get the love. And we gotta re- we gotta remember that this guy when Devin Haney, Devin Haney and Shakur Stevenson, they sort of matured a little faster than Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia is finally maturing, and we're seeing it with these easy sleepages that he's knocking boys out with. You know, I understand where you're coming from. The the theory is that Devin Haney is a better fighter than than um, than Ryan Garcia. Shakur Stevenson, these guys are supposed to be better fighters, you know, but they haven't proven now, that. Shakur beat up that brother, his, his baby mama's brother. Now, the baby mama brother, I, I would think, is better than anybody that even Ryan Garcia's fought at this point. But I'm not as certain about it because, like you said, all these yeah. guys yeah, I wouldn't say so. I mean, he hadn't proven that he was better. He hadn't fought anybody. He didn't fight Tank Davis. He didn't fight. Uh, he didn't get up to that level to fight uh, Tevin Farmer or Tank Davis, anything like that. So you know, I'm trying to. It, it just, I, I think it's a lot of hate when it comes to Ryan Garcia. It just is what it is. Ryan Garcia is a guy that people don't like for some reason, and they, and he's cocky and he's with. De La Hoya, and he's supposed to be the next best thing. So, you know, it just is what it is. Francesca has fought for championships. Before. I don't like him. He's he, This is a guy who's fought for world titles before. This is a world title contender that he fought. Shakur Stevenson, I mean, uh, Devin Haney, I'm trying to look up his uh, – his box wreck right now and see how many guys that he fought that were that were contenders, were title contenders. All right, I ain't mad at you. I'll, I'll, I'll digress. The last guy we'll he fought. More talk. The, yeah, the last guy he fought that he fought for the championship that he won the championship. Um, Devin Haney. He was not a champion. This guy. Wasn't you know he won the he won the WBC title off a guy who's never fought for a championship before. The guy before that was eleven and zero. I'm sure he didn't fight for a championship. The guy before that, um, so you know this is all when you look at the the pure facts. It's one guy fought one guy was fighting a a, a guy who fought champions who was fighting for belts, and other guys haven't. So I mean those are just facts that we're that I'm putting out here. Nothing to say, man. Uh, I just know what the narrative. I think we all know what the narrative is now. Willis said it's because he's a pretty boy, and it's because he's with Oscar. And I, I'm gonna take that. I'll just take it. Fine. I, don't, I ain't gonna argue it. But uh, time will tell. Time will tell. I don't like Ryan Garcia, and I know he's fought nothing but punks. But Willa, let's be honest. Give me six weeks. I'd kick his ass, right? No, you'd be sleep faster than that guy did last night, uh, R.C. Come on now. <laughs> wow. Like that, huh? All right, I get you. JP, I got your back, though. This is uh, this is foolery being spoken by Oscar De La Hoya, and this is uh, coinciding with nonsense from Willard's side. I don't like it. No, I agree and, with you. you know, no, I agree that he's not ready for no Tank Davis yet. I mean, we're all in agreement there. He might never be. He might not ever be. 
but now, when it how? comes to who's fighting bums, the light, these huh, guys, brother? these guys are fighting bums. They're all fighting bums. Let R let R C and J P lead you to the light, Willa. We'll never steer you wrong. We steer you strong. Brother. Now Shakur Stevenson, Shakur Stevenson, his last fight was against a guy who fought for titles. Uh, wow. WBO Super, yeah. So Shakur Stevenson has fought guys of that of that caliber. Devin Haney hasn't yet. Interesting, and the highly, most highly touted of all three of them right now. If you ask me, um, there's far more hopes and prospects on, on Haney's career going forward than Ryan Garcia is at the bottom of projections with any of the younger class fighters. He's not on the, the, the scale when it comes to projections of saying where these guys are going to be. He's at the bottom, and that's a fact. I mean, I think at one point we thought Bradley was going to was uh, uh, better projected than Canelo, but we see what happened at the end. It's just all hate, man. It's hate. When you're with, when you're with Golden Boy, you get a lot of hate. This is what it is. Hmm. I don't like, so I don't like fuck Golden Boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See? See well that's why that's why I don't like Ryan Garcia. A lot of smoke but no fire. You uh, uh He's uh, you know, got a following and all that good stuff. I give it to him. But I, you say I no fire. Didn't he just knock somebody's nope. head off? Was that take one or take two? Hey, oh, guy who fought for belts. We call he him Pee Wee Herman, but he, he fought said. for belts. We no, said no fire. This guy is twenty and zero with seventeen KOs. That's some bullshit. You 85 eighty-five percent KO rate. Come on now. That's bullshit, and you know it. At one thirty-five. He fight nothing but bums, bro. Nothing but bums. And if I ever seen him. I'm telling you, you lucky you ain't fought. You you fought a lot of nobodies, but you ain't never fought RC. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Ryan RC can grab the rim and shoot turnaround three-pointers like RC can. So RC's that's a better true. athlete than Ryan Garcia. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Thank you, JP. I appreciate that, man. I guarantee you Ryan Garcia can't shoot a basketball. What, Will, do you have some sort of inside info that tells you otherwise? Uh, I don't think Floyd Mayweather can shoot a basketball either, but he's still one of the best of all time in boxing. So I don't know what that has to do with anything. Wow! <laughs> wow! You really manufacturer can do better. Anything Manny can do, Floyd can do better. Hey JP, I know um, I'm, I'm gonna bring it up right now because I, I, I brought it up earlier, and uh, uh, Willa dodged a lot of smoke on the heavy-handed edition, which JP hosts in the Relatively Black and Fat podcast. Um, but since them, since those uh, those uh, sleeve balls out in Houston were on the news on Friday, um, I hit Willa with the old. I hit him with an old curveball. He wasn't ready for it. We were talking boxing on Ryan Garcia's fight, and I said, "You know, fuck that." I hit him with the the question of all questions that we had, and that was his comments and stance on how he could defend the most cheatingness of the cheaters of all time that's been cheating in the Houston Astros. And he had very little to say 
to so much so to the effect of let's move along. We're the champions. JP, we'll have dodged a lot of smoke about them about them Astros and what they did in the in the in the World Series. Um, from the show that we had had. You got anything that you wanna uh speak on that we spoke about before that he missed? Because he was busy in the car that day or something. Like I, I couldn't make it to the show even though he was listening. Uh, Willa Copperfield, uh, who was Willa Blaine, um, he he's <laughs> magic when it coming when it comes to uh, not being accountable when things get rough. But I mean, <laughs> when when they was winning them rings, boy, he had went and dug up some kind of Astros World Series song I had never heard before. But um, old Willa Copperfield there has done a, a fucking marvelous job of kind of ducking all the smoke. Um, and that's how you do it. I think that's how you. He's like trained, professionally trained by this. They say just jump off the radar for a while; it'll blow over in a few days. You know, today's news cycle is about three days. Nobody cares. And uh, Willa seems to be media trained and has done very well ducking all the smoke, and it's over now. But we know who they are. We know who they are. We're not sure about that. Champion, Come on, Willa. Oh, I've already said it, man. There's nothing more to say. We're champions. The commissioner wrote his report. Everything came out. Guys were fired. Guys losing their jobs. And we're cleaning out the we're cleaning out our, the organization, starting over for fresh. Dusty Baker and the championship team, man. So don't be surprised if we get another belt and you hear that go go Astros real real soon. In oh, the, no. uh, I'm glad you ain't play that goddamn song. I ain't trying to hear that right now. (laughs) Hey, JP and Willa, hey. So that little midget Altuve who's got fucking jumper cables attached inside his jersey is the real MVP over my guy Aaron Judge in the New York Yankees that's from out here in the San Joaquin Valley of Central California. That little guy is the MVP over Aaron Judge? The little cheater? What do you have to say to that, Will? I just say look in the history books. Who does it say it's the MVP? Wow. No, JP, Will, he, he never seems to amaze me with the, the you know, he, he, yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, you know, it just didn't look right with our eyes. That little midget, that goddamn Zelda <laughs> doll just running around hitting home runs, Mario brother looking motherfucker. Then you got studs <laughs> like Aaron Judge, like like it's supposed to be. You know, I want my quarterbacks to look like Tom Brady. I always say it. <laughs> and Aaron Judge, he looks like my home run here, the titter. That fucking Mario brother that was doing all that shit, man, don't deserve that. But uh, it is what it is. Spill milk at this point. <laughs> That's a, you know, man, some people have, you know, famous things. And I think that one goes well with you, JP. I want my quarterback to look like Tom Brady. <laughs> that, my friend, is a hell of a quote if I've ever heard one. Um, yeah, you know, I threw a little curveball. We'll see if I can get something out of him. Uh, but, you know, he's, uh, he's, 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 he's floating on the door like Rose was in the Titanic. You know, he's, he's there for the long haul. So, I get it. I get it. I just wanted to bring it up since, you know, he was mysteriously MIA from the heavy-handed edition. Well, me, you, and Simon talked about all the smoke with the Houston Astros. 
and Willard was on the line, but wasn't able to comment because he was he was doing stuff. So uh, just had to kind of bring that up for <laughs> for a second. It's whatever. It's whatever. Well, now moving along. Um, I didn't see this because I told you I missed a lot of things yesterday, but you had me put in the title of this show in the description, Caleb Plant bullying a midget. And um, I'm a little confused because I thought you liked Caleb Plant. Uh, Caleb Plant, as we all know, he's one of the most sympathetic figures in all of boxing, not only because he's white, um, not only because of the tragic circumstances that he's dealt with in life and the bad luck he's had. Um, but, uh, you know, he's a Travis Kelsey white boy. You know, he's got some swag to him. He's, uh, you know, he's got a, a, a certain style about him. Um, he's not your typical white boy. And, you know, he uh, indulges in the chocolate factory, which I'm not mad at. Had a couple, had a couple of chocolate pieces in my day. Um, but you're saying that he was bullying a midget, and that kind of raised the skeptical eyebrow of myself. So uh, you want to explain to us what it, uh, what it is that made you say that? Well, like you said, I am a fan of Caleb Plant. Uh, I think he's one of he, – he's got a great story. Um, he's what boxing needs, you know, a white – Boxer, you know, that's always that's always something we need those white guys in there. Yep. And even though he's a even though he's a different style of white guy, um, you know, he's what he's he's very much needed in the game. And he's very good. Sweet hands. He's really the real deal. But watching the fight last night, I just got a it sort of just rubbed me the wrong way. He was in there fighting the guy, uh, Vincent Vincent Butts, Figgin Butts or something like that. Um, you know, he got him out of there. I think it was like the ninth or tenth round stoppage. Um, but he was in there just bullying a little guy, a guy that had nothing, that had no business in the ring with him. And it's, and he was being cocky. And it was just, I don't know. It just, I just didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. He was in there with a guy that, that was uh, some German guy, 31 and 3, or 31 and 2 yesterday. Um, not a not a world cha- world championship boxer a guy that was his first fight I believe in America, and it was you know it was sort of weak in there, and it seemed like he was playing with him at first because he was just in there boxing, going around boxing, hitting them with one and two pieces, three piece combos, and uh, you know he looked good in there, he looked real good, he shut him out, but it just it rubbed me the wrong way in there. He's supposed to, maybe he couldn't get any fights, um, but this, and, you know, like I always say, I'm, I'm for guys getting a showcase in their own hometown, but as we saw with, uh, who was that that fought in their hometown? Um, what's his name? Fought, heard fought, um, heard fought Williams in his hometown. And then Williams fought, um, the guy who just lost in his hometown. So usually, you know, we see guys fight a little better than this. This wasn't his – he just fought Mike Lee, TKO'd him. Um, he fought that close fight against Ustekigi. 
I would want him to see him fight little better opponents. You know, he's calling out the big dogs. He's calling out uh, uh, what's my man's name? Um, that got caught with the uh, with cocaine, got busted with the Benavidez. cocaine. That's my name. Uh, Benavidez. Yeah, Benavidez. Yeah, Benavidez. He's calling out Benavidez. He says he wants the Canelo fight. Uh, I need to see. I want to see a little oh, more from yeah. Caleb Plant. Yeah, that's why I don't like Caleb Plant. I forgot. I always thought something. I, I, I couldn't put a finger on it, but, yeah, that little slick shit he said about David Benavidez talking about keeping nose clean. I didn't like that. Well, no, that was good. That was a good jab. That's a jab that you need to have. And, you know, I like Benavidez, too. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I might like Benavidez a little more than I like Caleb Plant. But, you know, there's that was a good jab. When you get hit for the cocaine, you got to hit the guy with that when they're talking noise, man. But he needs to fight these guys, man. Last night, he took a mm-hmm. step back, a, a major, major step back in opponent. And I really didn't. It just sort of rubbed me the wrong way. And he didn't get him out of there. And it was sort of like he was playing with him. And then he was cocky after the win. It was just too cocky to just beat, that you just beat up a bone. You know, not even Ryan Garcia was that cocky. You know, it wasn't really. It just <laughs> well, it rubbed me the wrong you know, way. You are, uh, you are raising the skeptical eyebrow of RC so much so that I thought of something that I've never thought of in my entire life about this situation. Do you not like Caleb Plant because he's taken all the sisters? Similar to the fact of where white guys would look at white girls with brothers and be upset at that kind of a fact. Because I feel like white guys that are with black girls feel like it's kind of some na 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 shit. We're getting back at you guys. We're taking all our bitches. I mean, ladies. No, I have no that 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 doesn't. I I, I care less about that. And like I said, I like them. It just rubbed. I didn't say I didn't like them. I just said it rubbed me the wrong way. Like, that's that's it. I still like what, him. I still okay, think so he's what, needed. What, what about, I still, okay, what about... Uh, okay, the, the question's been asked. So it's not just for Caleb Plant. Do you look at all guys who are white dudes dating sisters in a certain kind of way? I'm just curious. No, my, my, my wife is white. Why would I give a shit about anything like that? Yeah, I'm just curious. For me, I would... I mean, you know, I don't like when I see... Uh, Hispanic ladies with white guys. I'm like, what you doing? But eh, eh, teachers on. But uh, <laughs> JP, we've been taking some crazy spins around here, all over the table. Uh, but Willa has a certain, a certain, uh, just discomfort with Caleb Plant. For me, I, I I like the guy. I feel good about his story, and we need him in the sport. But you know, me being a fan of David Benavidez, uh, kind of rubbed me the wrong way when he was talking shit. But that's neither here nor there. I'm not, you know, big against the guy or nothing like that. Uh, but uh, what, what's your take on Caleb Plant? I missed the fight, so I can't really comment on it. But uh, I could damn near put my input in just like you can about Caleb Plant. Man, uh, <clears throat> have met Caleb Plant in person. He's oh, just yeah, yeah. how yeah. you would think he would be. He's just how you would think he would be. Um, and it's Black History Month, right? So we need air horns, so let's have some uh, air horns. Um, And who better else to have fighting in Black History Month than the blackest fighter in the game, Caleb Plant. Caleb Plant got the blackest style um, around. His style is more, quote, unquote, slick and all the the adages that apply than any Charlo brother, any Sean Porter, or any Errol Spence. He's uh, far more blacker in style than any of those guys. 
Um, like Caleb Plant, understands that the fight seemed to be underwhelming. Uh, never going to be the guy for those uh, previously mentioned reasons. Style. His style just is not going to translate to become that great white hope, quote-unquote, because his style is too black, for lack of better words. But um, like Caleb Plant, man, hope to see him in the mix with some of the guys at 168. I think it's, it's plenty to do there. Um, he's looked like he's found a comfortable spot in life. Um, I know if you've been following him on social media, it looks like he's bought his first home sometime here recently, maybe even had a kid. Um, so shout out to him and, and, and the white boys, uh, the white chocolate brothers out there with the movement, uh, Travis Kelsey, um, <laughs> Caleb yeah. Platt. You know, we fucks with y'all. We oh, fucks man. with y'all the long way. So, yeah. Yeah, bad. She got a fat ass. God damn. And uh, Prince Harry, or whatever my nigga's name is. My man Prince Harry out there with that little <laughs> white sister. We fuck with y'all all the way, you know. And, and Now, look, man, some of the white dudes we don't fuck with because we think y'all do weird shit in the bedroom with your black lady or your Hispanic yeah. woman. You might want to dress them up and put costumes on them and shit. But for the yeah. ones of y'all that we can trust that won't do weirdo shit, we fuck with y'all. So Travis Kelsey, <laughs> Prince Harry, Caleb Plant, what up? Yeah, see, see, that's what I that's what I was trying to dig to, you know. Um, we we all think that uh, you know we could blame Dave Chappelle for it, but when they did the the spousal uh, exchange episode, where you know the, the black girl trying to have sex with the white dude, and he's like, "Well, do you mind if I just put my penis through this hole?" <laughs> Instead of taking his clothes off, you goddamn weirdo shit. But that's what we're talking about. The weirdo stuff is like that. Um, but yeah, man. Hey, I get it. Uh, you know, I got, I got, uh, you know, some of my aunties who are married to white men. Yeah, they got tired of renting, so I feel it. I can dig it. Whatever. But see, uh, Willis, that's what I like. JP, he's the man of the people. He 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 was he wanted to say what it was and how the people were thinking and. You know, hey, I, I, I'm not a, I'm not against uh, Caleb Plant. Uh, I don't like Travis Kelsey, but that's for you know, you already know what's up. But um, it is what it is, bro. I'm not, I'm not against them, but I'm definitely not for white people taking all of my Latina sisters. I'm not, I, I, I don't like that. Pondering himself, looks like you gonna have some problems with that boy because the uh, Latina invasion <laughs> is under full effect by all sides. Oh yeah, know, all parties, <laughs> all parties oh, are oh, yeah. are heavy keying <laughs> in and targeting in on the Latina invasion. So, buddy, um, <laughs> you got some company over there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I understand it. I understand. They ain't fooling me. Like the white guys that are taking all our sisters. I'm keeping an eye on them motherfuckers. Trust. Big trust. Woo woo. Words of Mark Ingram. Um, but, hey, you know, this is a boxing show. We're supposed to keep it on the boxing matters, right? My bad. Excuse me. Excuse my French. Didn't mean to put it out like that. But, hey, you know, I, over here at OBP, we keep it realist. We keep it trillist, and we don't hide no, no nonsense like the, uh, a lot of these other shows would do. Um but uh, yeah, man. 
outside of that, the whole boxing news that we have on the final topic that we have for this show, I sent in our the infamous group message, uh, group that we have with myself, JP, Willa, and Seattle Sun. I had something that was newsworthy, even though it could be hogwash, jive turkey, as we mentioned earlier. Um, Willa, your boy, the Prince of Mexico, he's in the news again. And for reasons you probably wouldn't expect, on Friday, he had posted um, on his uh, Instagram handle. And you got to, uh, if you don't follow who he is, he's a child, you wouldn't know because uh, his, his account sit on private. Um, but, you know, he said, and I quote, Están listos. So he's saying in his in his words that they are ready, and I will have an announcement coming shortly with the photo of Mayweather versus Chavez Jr. Las Vegas, September 19th, which is the Mexican Independence Day, um, and uh, we have uh, we have 50 Cent going on radio shows saying that Floyd's going broke and he's going to get back in the ring. So for RC, the eyebrow gets raised similar to the effect of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And I start thinking, Mayweather would want to always fight a Mexican because boxing is historically and infamously ran and built off of race and, you know, racial um, situations. And uh, Floyd has done it for years. What other Mexican fighter would Floyd fight to make the most money? Can't do it with Canelo. Canelo's really too goddamn big. Um, and I'm not talking about big as in, you know, his name. I'm talking about big as in tainted tacos. But um, uh, any other Mexican, who is it? Julio Cesar Chavez, even to the, uh, you know, non in the no boxing fan, everyone knows who Lewis is a Chavez Jr. just because of who he is. Well, your man posted this shit. I put it in the group. Sign wasn't really feeling it, but hey, I don't know if anybody's feeling it, but uh, just for me, it raises the eyebrow. Julio Cesar Chavez said in his own words that they are ready and an announcement will be posted shortly. So who knows how short that would be, maybe within a week or something like that. But he's talking about September 19th against Floyd Mayweather. What is this? Man, I have no idea. When it comes to my boy, man, um, he could be on that that powder right now. Uh, We know he has a problem when it comes to that. (laughs) This caught me off guard. We remember at the, uh, not too long ago, Floyd was talking about coming back. Uh, we haven't heard anything since then. Remember, Floyd had a big announcement he was making with UFC and Dana White. Um, but we haven't heard shit since then. Floyd came back said he might be fighting Manny Pacquiao. We haven't heard shit since then. But like you said, 50 Cent, one of his guys, his so-called guy, said he's broke and he needs some money. Uh, we're seeing a lot of stories on the internet about him spending all kinds of cash. And, uh, so maybe this is, you know, I don't think this fight gets him any money. Uh, I think, I don't know what the hell it is. Cause you, you posted that picture and it looked like somebody 
uh, did a little photoshopping and put it together. It wasn't the greatest of quality. Sit there for, I think it said like maybe 160 pounds. Maybe they were fighting that or something like that. I don't see that happening. I don't know what the hell is going on with uh, Chavez Jr. Uh, he just, then he just quit in the fight. Um, got his nose broke his and his arm. Um, yeah. He needs to get back to it. Yeah, so even though that is my guy, person Mexico, I enjoy him. Uh, but I, I think there's a zero chance in hell that that fight goes down. Yeah, he listed it um, on his uh, on his Instagram. He listed it that the fight will be at 160. So he just fought at 175, 15-pound weight cut for who knows the amount of money that's put on his table or whatever. We know Floyd is probably walking around, and Floyd will probably have to gain five pounds to make 160. But um, I never put anything past Floyd Mayweather, you know? So I know, like, it sounds like complete bullshit, and some hardcore boxing fans, you know, like Seattle Simes, like, I'm supposed to believe, like, it's like, yo, bro, I get it. But I also don't put put anything past Floyd Mayweather. So that's the reason that this one is a um, debatable subject. Maybe not so much debatable, but it is a subject in itself. Uh, JP, I put it in the group message, and um, I don't know, man. What is your thoughts on this? Uh, it, I'm on the side of it's not um, it's not going down, but at the same time, there will be a percentage of me that leaves uh, a chance of it actually happening because I know how Floyd Mayweather operates, and I know that Floyd is all about the dollar. Now, I'm not going to go as far as to say – like a lot of people, like Fifty, is saying that Floyd, uh, you know, is broke and all that shit. I, I, I don't think that's the case. I don't think he's fucking broke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or going broke. Uh, but I do think that uh, Floyd is all about the dollar. And if he was to come back in September and fight Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., they would make some good burn. What is your thoughts on this, all JP? Not happening, man. Um. I want to just, at this point, I think you need to just believe Floyd Mayweather. When Floyd Mayweather was telling us in his last couple of fights when he was leaving, I'm set for life. Um, I've made some great investments. Al Heyman got me set for life. I'm going to make it. I think Floyd was saying at that time he's getting a seven-figure check a month sent to him from wherever. Um, I believe it. I truly believe it because, man, the, the truth is just in the pudding. Floyd Mayweather has a Manny Pacquiao fight that will generate more money than any fight in boxing sitting on the table. Manny, he got his he got his fucking name up. He got his shit up. What we asked of a lot of fans, a lot of fighters to do, Manny Pacquiao then went out and did it. And his name is up. He didn't beat Keith Thurman. What time could ever be better for old Floyd to come back? Chips and stacks, stakes are high on Manny. The stock is high. He just beat a real young fighter. And oh, yeah. Floyd don't want it. Floyd, Floyd don't need it. Man, Floyd does not need this shit. Floyd went over there and fought some Asian we don't know for whatever amount that was. The Conor McGregor thing the, the Conor McGregor thing was an unheard of uh, type of business venture with boxing and MMA and they've been trying to duplicate it ever since. But Floyd Mayweather's also leaving that money out there. So I think he's very calculated. He's nowhere near broke, not even close to broke, man. I mean, I don't know. Y'all just y'all must not be watching Floyd. 
Like, or you must not follow him because it looked like stupid money to me. Like, stupid money. So, I don't know, man. I, I can't see this happening. And aside from that, I don't think Floyd would even put himself in a a fight like this. You know, I think he has more integrity. Not saying Floyd won't go off and do an exhibition, but Julio Cesar Chavez is, is like, come on, man. That's He's nobody to cash in on because his last name is Chavez and he's the guy's son. No, that that's not workable. So there's plenty of dudes Floyd could go fight that will bring in the same dollar amount as Chavez. Chavez is not bringing in an absorbent amount of Mexican fans, just they know he's a bum. They know that. So who are we trying to fool with bringing in Chavez at this point? But uh, not even close to happening. I don't even see why this became a rumor. But before we get out of here, though, I do want y'all to uh, get y'all comments on that whole Charlo Harrison and the whole water situation. Let's talk about that stuff. Yeah, I hear you, bro. I, I'm I'm with it. I don't I don't think that it's gonna happen or it's about. I, I mean, I just I don't know if Travis is on some of that real unicorn white or whatever. But his words, and uh, you know, all you got in this world is your word and your balls, and uh, you don't break them from nobody. But if Travis Junior doesn't have a lot of accountability of that, then hey. I get it, but I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to do my due diligence and, and report the way that I would see fit for the boxing fam and the community. But you know, um, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, man. Hey, JP. Uh oh. Yeah, JP. Uh, you brought up that that Charlo uh, drinking out the uh, drinking out the uh, Gatorade thing. Oh yeah. Uh, Tony Harrison. <laughs> yeah, Tony Harrison. Tony Harrison claiming that it was against the rules. Uh, I think it came back that were no rules broken. Um, it was water. Yeah, it was water, and and that was it. And they can move on. Tony Harrison can move on now. You know, I heard him on the Boxing Boys. Uh, shout out to those guys. Heard him on there talking, uh, you know, talking, crying, whining, making excuses of why he lost. Um, but you know, they're talking about the clear bottle. There was nothing about the bottle needs to be clear. Um, the What was that, California Commission? I think they uh, they said everything is cool with them. So there's no news there, man. Man, a lot of cheaters in Houston, huh? Like me not even want to meet Will or shit. This man might cheat me out of something. <laughs> hey, I, might, I might cheat you out of something, dog. You never know. But, oh, hey, man. you know, Astros Astros clearly cheated. Charlo didn't cheat. It is what it is. Oh, a lot of cheating down that way, I see. Um, <laughs> he was still drinking out of, that, out of that bottle for no reason, man. And that's what, you know, Call it water, but there was no reason to have a separate water bottle there that you was using both of them. So that's where the the smoke will always lie. But I'm I'm fine with leaving it as a done deal. That motherfucker cheating, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. But hey, uh, the commission said it was water. Out here, man. About to get it started out here, man. Um, well, you got any final thoughts before we wrap this bitch up? Oh, no, man. Can't wait till Wednesday, man, when we get to talk about the fight of the year. Uh, one of the biggest heavyweight fights we've seen in a while. Um, 
Yeah, man, especially in our prime. Our prime watching this is the biggest heavyweight fight we've seen, man. So get on there on Wednesday, talk about it, talk about the trash undercard. Um, I think they said there it went down in price. They might, it might only cost like $79 instead of the 85 or something like that. Um, but, yeah, that's that's it, man. It's going down. And then basketball will finally be back on, man. Yeah, man. Hey, you know, it bees that way sometimes, man. It bees in the trap. It bees in the trap. But um, you know, I'm about to uh, I'm about to uh, get my day started and go see some. I'm about to go see some big old, some big old, uh, some big old bitties shaking. So I'll be sure to send some messages and things of that nature, and uh, be on the Twitter sphere. Um, for everyone who's rocking with us, make sure you rock with the the heavy-handed show that JP hosts, the Relatively Black and Fat Podcast. Check that shit out. The new Sports Center. Run that. Run tell that. Big troop. Woo woo. And uh, follow us at Outsiders Boxing on Twitter and rock with us. And we're gonna be good. And we're gonna be good. So uh, we're gonna take care of this, and it's gonna be all good, man. Uh, everyone that's rocking with us, we rocking with you. I'm sorry for the noise. But the motherfucking cars be moving. Um, uh, and if you don't have a sponsor, make sure uh, if you're looking for uh, car insurance to, to to rock with Geico. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to get some free shit. So, holla at your boy. Big trust. We'll, we'll buy outside this boxing podcast. We out of you. Mama, I love you. P.O.P. All the time.